0: Hello, good evening, we're back again, it's so good um, to be with you, and I just love sharing the word of God with you, and hopefully to bless you, and help you to grow in your Christian life. Well, um, as many of you know, my husband, Pastor Terry, taught math for many years. One of the things you learn in math is about proofs. In a mathematical proof, you are showing that the stated assumptions logically guarantee that conclusion. But did you know the Bible talks about proofs that we are Christians and proofs that we love God? Yes, it does. There are two proofs that God has revealed in the New Testament. These two things prove that we love God. If you don't have these two things going on in your life, it's a good time for a checkup. Every Christian deals with difficulties in these two things from time to time. So let's read. We're going to be reading uh, out of the uh, New Living Translation tonight, starting in 1 John 4. In 1 John 4, and I'll give you a chance to uh, pull that up. 1 John 4, you know, um, it's so important for me, and I'm sure it's important for you since you're listening to this, to um, do things the way that God wants us to do and to uh, be in sync with God. So that's what this is all about. 1 John 4, verse 16. It says, God is love, and all who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And as we live in God, our love grows more perfect. So we will not be afraid on the day of judgment, but we can face him with confidence because we live like Jesus here in this world. Verse 19, we love each other because he first loved us. If someone says, I love God, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is a liar. For we don't love people, for if we don't love people we can see, how can we love God whom we cannot see? And he has given us this command. Those who love God must also love their Christian brothers and sisters. Excuse me, in chapter 5. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments, and his commandments are not burdensome. <clears throat> so we see in this passage of scripture that there's two things that we're talking about. Two things that show that we love God. And I, I hope you picked up on that because the first one is uh, our love for other Christians and for other people shows that we love God and keeping God's commandments show that we love God. You know, the first one we're going to talk about is love, love for other people, love for other Christians. You know, love is really, really, really easy when we're dealing with people who are sweet and lovely and precious and thoughtful and kind and just have all kinds of good qualities and giving but it's difficult to love people who are rude and mean and hurtful and are not thoughtful as a pastor for many years i've had to deal with people who didn't like each other who wouldn't serve with certain people because they didn't like them or were offended by them or even left a church because they disliked someone at the church that much also as a pastor, you know you know that there are people that are um, certain people have been talking about you behind your back and just basically trashing you. but God's answer has always been the same to forgive them and to love them. We've all had to deal with offenses and hurt feelings, but God tells us to love our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Do you find it easier to become offended? and talk about someone behind their back than to show love and forgiveness we prove we're Christians by loving them and forgiving them and trying to work together and work things out we always think about or we always ask about well what about that person who's controlling and abusive do you let them keep abusing you does love mean that you just keep letting let somebody keep abusing you the Bible tells us to pray for them, to forgive them, and ask God to forgive them. And sometimes a person like that, you just have to love them from a distance. You have to keep set up boundaries and, and just set up, you know, keep, love them from a distance. And then, then you're much more able to love them because they're not in your sphere every single day. But we always love, no matter what, we always love. It proves, when you love other people, it proves that you love God. You cannot separate loving God from loving people. You cannot do it. The Bible says you can't do it. So if you if you're you know hateful or you have hate in your heart or bitterness in your heart towards somebody, it's um, affecting your love for God. So what is love in First Corinthians thirteen four? First Corinthians thirteen four, it says love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous are boastful, are proud, are rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. So that's what love is. You know, I've had occasion that There have been people that have said terrible, terrible lies about me. Um, They were just lies. They're just people spreading hateful things and gossip. And just, you know, it hurts so badly. And just through tears, I would just, you know, ask God to forgive them. I forgive them. I ask you to forgive them. I didn't feel like forgiving them. But now I knew it was commanded in the Bible that I needed to walk in love no matter what anybody else does. And in regard to this, it's so important that you surround yourself with people who are walking in love also because that, that um, angry, bitter, hateful, sarcastic, critical kind, critical kind of person, that stuff rubs off on you quicker than you can think. And so it's really important to surround yourself with people who uh, want to please God and want to show their love for God by loving other people. In Second John, Second John, uh, the fifth verse, there's only one chapter, so it's the fifth verse. It says, I am writing to remind you, dear friends, and actually it was to a woman and her children, that we should love one another. This is not a new commandment, but one we have had from the beginning. Love means doing what God has commanded us, and he has commanded us to love one another, just as you heard from the beginning. So God is commanding us to love one another. In 1 John 2, 1 John 2, verse 7, 1 John 2, verse 7, it says, Dear friends, I am not writing a new commandment for you. Rather, it is an old one you have had from the very beginning. This old commandment to love one another is the same message you heard, from, heard before. Yet this, it is also new. Jesus lived the truth of this commandment, and you also are living it. For the, for the darkness is disappearing, and the true light is already shining. So we see here, you know, the Bible talks about being imitators of Jesus Christ, and Jesus lived this. He loved the people that were um, trying to crucify him. He, tr- he loved the people that um, thought differently than him, that were uh, liars and thieves and gossips and all kinds of horrible things. Jesus loved them all. <clears throat> Verse 9, If anyone claims I am living in the light, but hates a Christian brother or sister, that person is still living in the darkness. And you know, right now we're living in a a, uh, time, at least here in the United States, when there's so much hate and division, and that does not come from the Lord. And and you can't justify it uh, by saying, well, I'm a Christian, I need to uh, not like these people, or hate these people, or talk bad about these people, or... Trash these people or make fun of these people. That's not uh, proving that you love God at all. Verse 10, it says that you're living in the darkness if you're doing that. Verse 10, anyone who loves another brother or sister is living in the light and does not cause others to stumble. So if we don't love people, we are causing people to stumble. If we do love people, people will see the light of Jesus Christ in us. Verse 11, but anyone who hates another brother or sister is still living and walking in the darkness. Such a person does not know the way to go, having been blinded by the darkness. So just think about this, love, light, and not walking in love is darkness. Now the second thing that we talked about is we show we love God by keeping his commandments. And you think, well, what are his commandments? Well, they're all over the New Testament. Jesus talks about the things that he requires, the things that he commands us to do. Uh, the, Bible, the Bible, and especially the New Testament, has all kinds of uh, instructions about our hearts, our minds, our mouth, our conduct. And uh, we need to follow those commandments. John 14, we're going to look at John 14, verse 15. John 14, verse 15. It says, If you love me, this is Jesus talking, If you love me, obey my commandments. Verse 21. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my Father will love them. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. Whoa, if we follow, if we obey the commandments of Jesus, it says he's going to reveal himself to us. Verse 23. Jesus replied, all who love me will do what I say. My Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with each of them. There's another promise for someone who keeps the commandments of Jesus Christ. Verse 24, if anyone who doesn't love me will not obey, anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the Father who sent me. So if we obey Jesus, we love him. If we don't obey him, it shows that we don't really love him. So I want to ask you a question. Do you get offended when someone is teaching the Bible? I remember teaching the Sermon on the Mount, one of the most innocent-seeming things that you could teach, and someone got upset about that. But it was the exact words of Jesus that I was sharing people have gotten upset over the bible's teaching on the fruit of the spirit on marriage on gossip on lying. and have gotten upset about the words of jesus and the words in the new testament written by paul and peter and john about walking in love what we say uh walking in love toward our people are just basically the instruction on sharing the gospel people get angry if you tell them that the bible says we're supposed to share the gospel They get angry about that. (laughs) Many Christians are so unacquainted with the teachings of the New Testament that they don't even know what God's commandments are, what the commandments of Jesus are. And when you do this, uh, you let your own thoughts and your own feelings become your moral compass instead of the Word of God. Our moral compass must be the Word of God, the teachings of Jesus, the teachings in the New Testament. If we don't know the Word of God, then we don't know what we're supposed to obey. And so we must know the Word of God to obey it. And how do you know it? Well, you read it. You read it. You read it every day. You study it every day. You meditate on it. Um, it's really important, and it'll change your life if you do that. In 1 John 2, 1 John 2 verse 3, it says, And we can be sure that we know him if we obey his commandments. See, it's a sign that you love the Lord and that you know him is if you keep his commandments. If someone claims, I know God, but doesn't obey God's commandments, that person is a liar and not living in the truth. But those who obey God's truth, God's word, truly show how completely they love him. I remember there was one person that I knew of that, that, uh, Feigned. What that means is they, they pretended or they showed or they, led, you know, kind of led people on to believe that they were so, so, so unbelievably gifted and spiritual. But that person was committing adultery. So that person was not obeying God's commandments and they were showing that they really weren't spiritual at all and that they didn't love God because if they loved God, they wouldn't be committing adultery. And I'm not saying that <laughs> the Bible says it. In verse 5, it says, But those who obey God's word truly show how completely they love him. That is how we know we are living in him. Those who say they live in God should live their lives as Jesus did. So those are pretty blunt statements. They're from the Lord. The Lord said them. And I'm just repeating them. But, you know, we make, as human beings, we make so many mistakes. We mess up in a lot of areas. Sometimes we hold, you know, bad feelings towards someone in our heart or sometimes we say the wrong thing or think the wrong thing or do the wrong thing but you know god has great grace and mercy and compassion on you um in first john one first john one verse five it says this is the message we heard from jesus and now declare to you god is light and there is no darkness in him at all So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. But if we are living in the light, as God is in the light, then we have fellowship with each other, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sins. And we can all say, thank you, Jesus, for that. But on the other hand, verse 8, if we claim we have no sin, or, you know, we claim we're perfect... We are only fooling ourselves and not living in the truth. But if we confess our sins to him, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all wickedness. If we claim we have not sinned, we are calling God a liar and showing that his word has no place in our hearts. So we've talked about um, how important it is to love other people and to follow his commandments. But I also want you to realize You know that we all make mistakes, we all goof up, and that's why Jesus came. That's why Jesus came, to wash away those sins. Um, We're going to continue on in chapter 2 in uh, 1 John 1. Now we're in 1 John 2. My dear children, I'm writing this to you so that you will not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate who pleads our case before the Father. He is Jesus Christ, the one who is truly righteous. He himself is a sacrifice that atones for our sins and not only our sins, but the sins of all the world. Isn't that good news? Because we know we have a we have a high standard that we are to walk in love. We are to love everyone just as Jesus Christ did, just as the father sent Jesus to die for the sins of all mankind. We're to love all mankind and we're to uh, follow Jesus commands. But when we goof up, when we mess up, when we sin, when we falter, that Jesus Christ is right there being an advocate for us, shedding his blood for us, forgiving us when we go to him and go to the Father and ask for forgiveness. So I just want to encourage you today to love people, uh, honor people, respect people. um, Don't speak ill of people. I don't care who they are, if they're your worst enemy a political opponent, someone that you don't agree with, uh, politically, never speak ill of people. You can disagree with people, uh, but you don't uh, call them names. You don't you don't demean them because Jesus Christ doesn't do that. And you walk in love and you obey God's commandments. And the word of God, the New Testament, is full of his commandments. So I encourage you to read the word, study the word of God, study the New Testament especially, and see how God uh, commands you to, uh, to conduct your life. Well, I hope this has helped you. I hope this has encouraged you. God loves you so much. He loves you. He not only loves you, but he loves all those people around you. And um, he sent Jesus to die for all of us. So be a light, be the light in the darkness that that people need. And if you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you've never turned your life over to him, I just encourage you to do that today. Uh, Repent of your sins. Ask Jesus Christ into your heart. Ask God to forgive you. And he will totally and completely change your life. And if you need prayer, just uh, text us or email us or call us. All their numbers are below. And we just want you to know that we love you and we're praying for you. And we appreciate uh, when you like us, when you share our sermons, and when you comment. So you all have a good evening. Bye-bye.